Now, before we get into this video, I just wanted to let y'all know that I want y'all to have a renewed scope on the basis of consciousness, on the renewed, like a renewed scope on the basis of our identity crisis when it concerns us as black people. Now, as I talk about this basis of the, the, the identity crisis that we have and, and knowledge itself and stuff like that, I want, want y'all to keep one name in mind and I feel so bad that I left her out in this video, Dr. Joy DeGruy. I want y'all to get her book, uh, Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome. And I also want y'all to watch her lecture, Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, and you can find that on YouTube. She has a beautiful breakdown concerning the basis of the literal mental illness and the trauma that black people have suffered for the past arguably 200 years, arguably 400 years. This generational cycle that we continue to pass down from generation to generation. And, you know, thankfully that we are now becoming aware of these things. And so that's one name I want y'all to keep in mind. Without the Naeem Ekbar, I mentioned him in this video, but I missaid I mis his, uh, his book. In the video, I said the, the breaking breaking the chains of the the breaking the chains of the letter of Willie Lynch, but it's actually uh, his book is called Breaking the Chains of Psychological Slavery. Great book, still a great book, and I highly recommend that you get that book as well. And I'll talk about the wax on wax off ideology in this video. My last point before we get on into the video is that you have to understand when it concerns the basis of black people, the reason why we have so many of these identities is because we are literally going through an identity crisis. When you go to certain different nations of people, they can identify quickly without hesitation who they are. But when you're dealing with black people, specifically in America, we have this identity crisis because our knowledge of self was stripped away. So you're going to have black people on this end talk about how they're Israelites, black people on, on another side talk about how they're Moors, black people on another end talk about how they're Indians and so on and so forth. So it's, it's gotten so bad in America to the point to where you're not even going to, black people not even going to call themselves black. It's gotten so bad to where black people are going to argue about even calling themselves black. There's no more just Negroes, no more just African American, whatever the case is. We haven't even gotten to terms of just being black. We want to identify with a nationality. We want to identify with an ethnicity, a tribe, whether it's mythological or not. <laughs> you know, it's gotten to these bases because of this identity crisis, because of this mental illness, because of this post-traumatic slave syndrome. And you, and you also need to keep in mind, like, for me as a black person, because I've done the personal work and still doing the personal work within myself, that I can sympathize with the Congolese people, my people in Congos. And I can empathize with what Leopold of Belgium have done to them. Right. I can empathize. I can sympathize with them and I can feel and I can channel that pain of what my people have suffered in the Congos by the hands of Leopold of Belgium. I can understand what happened with the Haitians and the French with the Haitian Revolution. I can understand the, 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 the power of Dessalines of Haiti or Queen Nani of Jamaica or Gaspar Yanga, you know, the great African liberator in Mexico. I can appreciate all different faces of myself in different cultures throughout different parts of the world. But you can't see you don't see that with people who are suffering an identity crisis, people who want to be Israelites and not black, people who want to be Moors and not black, people who want to be aboriginals and not black. You ever notice like they can only be one-sided. Even with the aboriginals, they can claim, oh, we're not just from Africa, we're from everywhere. But when we just note, okay, like let's, let's deal with Africa, African appreciation today. Well, I'm not African, I'm not African, I'm not African. But I can, I can, I, we can identify with anybody, everybody from all different parts of the world, but there's something about Africa. <laughs> they have literally ingrained within our system, our body, our brain, deep into our spirit, even. Spiritual warfare, even deep within our spirit, this hatred, this despise for the motherland, this, this despise for Africa. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it has to be understood that this is a mental illness. 
This is something that has been ingrained within us from generations to generations, and that's why you're gonna have some of these aboriginals and some of the Israelites, so on and so forth, talk about how even their grandmother, great-grandmother, I ain't African, I don't know where they got that from, I ain't African, I was born here in Louisiana, I was born here in South Carolina, I was born here in Georgia. You know, uh, uh, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my mama, my, my kinfolk and them, we, we got black chaw, uh, blackfoot in our family, we got all the Cherokee, all this type of stuff, can't tell you nothing about the culture. Can't tell you nothing about, can't name any of the chiefs in the culture, historically, can't name any of the mythology, what they believed in the afterlife, but they got a dream catcher, that's about as far as that go. It's this. It's like, it's gotten to a point, they run away from their ancestry so bad, they have to stick with something else. It's ridiculous, but we're gonna deal with it, we're gonna deal with all of this in this video, so, let's get into it. Well, today is a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday, but you're most likely seeing this on Thursday. What's going on, basically, um, there's a lot of shenanigans, and I, I don't know what's going on every time that I try to record a podcast outside. There's going to be some loud kids coming to the park. It's, it's going to be all type of shenanigans. One dog got loose. I don't know who dog it was. It was just ridiculous. It was all type of stuff. Like, I, I tried to record at the tennis court. Somebody wanted to play tennis. I, so, the best place where we can kind of meet it halfway, 50-50. Because, like, right now, it's about to rain. Literally, I'm over here, like, I'm about to get out. And these, these, these clouds, like, maybe I could turn the camera around and you can... You can make your own judgment. You'll see how, how like, you'll see how dark it's getting. Like, them clouds are moving. Anyways, so, you see the vibes, all right? You see the vibes. But it's okay. It's all right. Your boy Tyrone coming through, all right? So, welcome to episode 58. <laughs> Mind you, I, I recorded this before, but... The even the mic, like something was going on with the mic halfway through me recording, and that also had to do with me relocating because of these loud kids. All right, so <coughs> I've been dealing with this cough for a couple of days, but I'm fine mostly because, uh, exactly last Wednesday I came down with this terrible cold, it was terrible. All right, so I had a bad headache and everything, I couldn't even work out the way that I wanted to, and it's been knocking my whole workout schedule off. It's been my whole food, eating, schedule, everything. So, right after I do this podcast, I'm going to go and work out and do what I got to do best. So, anyways, hopefully everybody been having a very great and wonderful Thanksgiving. You know, y'all had a great Thanksgiving break and everything like that. Um, I got a lot of content coming this December, so be on the lookout for that. Today is the exact last day of November. I thought we was at least going to have November 31st. Um, that just tells you how much I know about <laughs> the months, but there is no November 31st. It's just November 30th, and then we're right going right into December. So wonderful. But getting on to the basis of that, um, let me. What time is it? All right, so it's 10:22. So we get into the makings of uh, of. One of my favorite holidays, Christmas. And for those who don't know me, I love Christmas. All right, let's see if I can, I can hold the camera like this. Y'all can see me, right? Yeah, y'all can see me. But yeah, so what my previous uh, channel, I don't know, 
Let me turn up the brightness a little bit because it's really getting dark out here. <laughs> um, what my what my YouTube podcast episode was going to be about for those who are listening on Spotify, I was going to talk about basically how, you know, my my personal Thanksgiving was it was good nonetheless. You know, I would say that this is or was the worst Thanksgiving. Now, battery's going dead. Wonderful. Anyways, Thanksgiving was great. Ultimately, the worst Thanksgiving altogether because I got sick on Wednesday and I was, I was just feeling complete trash. Um, I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want anybody to freak out, whatever the case is. So I kept it to myself. I just said it was a little cold, sore throat, all that type of stuff. Got me some, some herbal tea, made me some chicken soup for the past few days. I was all good and dandy. Nowadays, the only thing I'm dealing with now is breaking up the mucus in my chest. Um, but other than that, everything else has been going swell. So I'm going to keep on with my herbal teas and my my chicken soup. <laughs> so everything's good. Everything's a-okay. Um, my voice is a little off. So if it sounds a little deeper than usual, that is what is going on. So I don't have this nice little narr narrative voice of mine. So I like it for the time being. Um, not very enthusiastic with my voice as of late. So that's what's been going on. But yeah, Thanksgiving was pretty good. Um, I ran into a lot of indigenous black people last weekend or last week. Thanksgiving was great overall. I dealt with a lot of indigenous black people on social media last week. And, you know, I want to talk about it in my podcast because it's a topic that I feel like you only hear about it from the ends of like Pan-African people, and I'm not Pan-African, but you only hear it on, on their end. You know, you might hear Dr. Umar make fun of them here and there and stuff like that. So you only hear it on the side of like the conscious black folk who are full indulged in, you know, being African, uniting with all forms of African heritage and lineage. And I mean, that's basically Pan-Africanism, right? And there's no issue with that. I have no issue or any problems with the Pan-African community, the movement, the concept, the philosophy. You know, I used to be, I used to label myself as such, you know. Um, I have more respect for the movement rather than to be a part of the movement. I do understand its motives, but I do understand at the same time that it's just not a realistic reality. It's not a realistic not a realistic goal to accomplish and to aim for. Now, it is, um, it's not something that I go against. It's not something that, <clears throat> it's not something that I would say, you know, that it wouldn't be a nice thing to have, but it's this imaginary black utopia of thinking that all forms of, of black people from different forms of the world can all come together. It's, I don't think it's a real thing. Like Pan-Africanism basically is the unite is, is uniting all forms all different sets of african descendants coming bringing them all together basically right now it's nice at a little music festival at a little food festival and stuff like that a little dance festival you know you can see a collision of pan-africanism in film and cinema you know but when it comes to really uniting creating civilization or nations or, or organizations and stuff like that you might run into some problems you know, so I don't I don't personally think that you can really have a black utopia or, or true Pan-Africanism. That's just my perspective, personally. On online, with Pan-Africanism, it's just petty arguments. You know, it's Pan-Africans arguing with the Moors, or it's the Pan-Africans arguing with the indigenous, the, the Copperheads. It's, it's the Pan-Africans arguing with the Israelites, and, and like, it's, it's 
and my lighting is in order. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I mean, like, I, I respect the movement, but it's, it's like the stuff that I see online, the petty differences, the petty arguments, I, I can't deal with that. And for those who know me from, from like what happened back in 2019, you know, me getting into it with Pan-Africans because of differences that I had with other people or people who had differences with me. It's ridiculous. So stuff like that. Um, we deal with those things at another time for another day. But for those who know me, you know that I'm omniest. So I deal with things from different perspectives in terms of having a respect for all forms of religion, all forms of spiritual systems, all forms of cultures. You know, that doesn't make me a, um, a humanitarian or loving everybody and loving all that type of stuff, right? Still love my people first, second, and third. All right, that's, that's not going to change. But I love myself first above all else. And if I love myself, I love my reflection, all right, and that's the only person the only person I'm responsible for is myself and you know in certain discerning situations I can be responsible or I can look out for people who reflect me and look like me as well you know but I love myself first and foremost all right so I getting back to the topic it's, it's this and I was talking about this with one of my friends last night and you know she's Haitian and she was she just asked me this very it's a question that, you know, a lot of us overlook. And, and you know, when I tell you this question, you can be like, really? Like, really? But she, she, she genuinely asked me this question. Why do people hate being African? It's a question that a lot of black people will overlook. Because the response that black people will have is that not everybody came from Africa. Not them. Right? But for, for the general masses of black people who live in America, if you are a Negro... <laughs> You have descendants that derive from Africa. Most likely, nine out of ten at a time, for black people who are black, your descendants come from Africa. Now, whether you have a little white in your DNA, whether you have a little Native American in your DNA, that's your problem, as Dr. Naeem Ekbar even said. You know, <laughs> that's that's something you got to deal with on your own time. You know, I don't, I don't even have an issue with black people who can acknowledge that they have African ancestry and they have native ancestry right for me personally i i hear it you know and it's gonna be every black person like every black person you want to hear it right i even had that like this one white boy had to tell me like yo you black i don't even know he's trying to play this game you know i used to i used to hate my my blackness so much to the point where like i would tell um i would tell certain black people or white people even like oh you know i got a little cherokee in me that's why you see this little curl pattern that's why that's why my skin is this way because you know i got a little bit of cherokee in me you're like bro 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 you bet you black okay you black like like just quit this <laughs> and it's just it's something that you're going to hear a lot with a lot of black people you're going to hear them like you know oh i got that good hair i got that i got that curl pattern because you know you know on my mama's side i got a little bit of cherokee on my, on my daddy's side you know i got a little black foot in me it's as if being black isn't good enough we got to have a little mixture in our dna right some black people, they'll, they'll lie and they'll be like, you know, I got a little bit of Jamaican, I got a little bit of Puerto Rican, even though those aren't racist. Those are nationalities and black people can be Puerto Rican and Jamaican and Cuban and Bahamian and all this other type of stuff because these are just nationalities, you know, but you black people will go to the point of, you know, I, I, I even talk about this in one of my um, previous videos, you know, women out here because they got the the monkey fur going down to their to the butt 
you know, they over here like prompting themselves in other people's hair talking about I got that Puerto Rican. So this this is deeper than just like trying to find your lineage and your ancestry. Like you have black people who will literally go out of their way to identifying with other nations and, and like five to ten percent of their DNA just to make themselves feel better about themselves. That that black people engaged in that I started realizing not just African Americans, African Caribbean people, I came here, heard the same thing, behaviors around uh, our what we look like. Like for example, I would hear people and you all most people here white or black or wherever you are in the spectrum, you've seen the behavior and wondered about it. And I know you have because I wondered about it. Well you have black people that aren't black. How many people have met black people that actually aren't black? Now, this isn't an interesting phenomenon. These are black people that will tell you before, you know, first of all, they, they certainly look black to me. They look black, but they don't say they're black. They, well, you know, I've got quite a bit of Indian in me. Did I mention that <laughs> a lot of my family are from, you know, all of a sudden, there's something else, right? And you're looking going, sure could have fooled me. You look black <laughs> to me. Now, this would be something that I could ignore if it stopped when I was a child in South Central but it didn't. You can hear it in rap music today. Same behavior. Matter of fact, the rap videos, that, they just need to clone the same girl, right? You can, I could draw her right now, what she looks like. The little wavy hair, and you know, she, she's black, but not too black. Okay? And what is that about? What is its etiology and why does it persist? That means that it's an intracultural phenomenon that's being passed along through generations. But why? What is this self loathing? that I see in contemporary black folks. I'm not going back to slavery, I'm talking about today, who hate and despise the reflection in the mirror. That's what I wanted to know. I ain't got no beef with any black people who claim their indigenous ancestry, black people who can acknowledge that they have African ancestry and they want to claim their indigenous ancestry. I ain't got no issue with that. There's black people that I know that claim some of their Welsh, Welch and, and British and Irish, whatever you want to claim, whatever it rolls your boat. <laughs> There's some, some black people that I know and their, their grandmother is like half Asian. You know what they're going to do about it. They're still black at the end of the day, you know, stuff like that. Some people that fall in the line of like Malcolm X, you know, because his mother was mixed and, you know, um, Malcolm's grandmother was, was, I think I believe Malcolm's grandmother was, was raped. Was, was taken advantage of, you know, so all that stuff happened. So, so on and so forth. Like, there's some black people, their ancestry is a little whack. <laughs> it's not It's not every day you, you can, you know, so stuff like that. But generally, black people, their, their lineage is, I'm not going to say it's like pure. But for the most part, like, you can look down your descendants, your ancestry. You can do studies on your DNA. You can. You can do blood work on your own DNA. You can do ancestry work and, and all that type of stuff. You can study your phenotype. You can study your blood. You can even do DNA meditation. You know, do do whatever you so see fit. And you can come to the conclusion on your ancestry. But to deny that you have any African ancestry is crazy. You can claim that you might have some white in you before you claim African, like that's, that's, that's what's crazy to me. A lot of us can claim that we have the slave master DNA, right? We can claim that we can have 
a small percentage of European DNA in us before we even claim that we have any form of African ancestry in us. That's how much they have instilled the self-hatred in us. That's crazy, right? Like, I, want, I really want you to think about that. Like, we'll claim that we have other sets of people DNA in us before our own people. As if that's just wild to think that we, that we may possibly have African DNA in us. And it's not even a wild perception because if you're black, if you're Negroid, then by default, <laughs> then by default, you come from African ancestry. If you just study up on the word Negro, Negroid, all this type of stuff was studied because of sub-Saharan Africans or Africans on the, in the lands of what they call Negro land in West Africa. And that's where they got most of the Negro slaves was, was in Negro land. You can do your own research. You ain't got to take my word for it. So there was no redefining of Native Americans. I, I, I really don't know why people take one aspect of the Virginia Act of what happened, I believe it was like 1689. They're, they're claim that, you know, I was getting bright again. <laughs> they'll claim that, you know, there was, a, there was a redefining of Native Americans and they called them Negro. That's not likely because there were even descriptions in the 1600s all the way up to the 1400s even of what the Taino, the, you know, from the Caribbeans with, with Columbus, with the Taino, um, so-called Indians, but the Taino indigenous people. You can study on the descriptions that the explorers and the conquistadors, even when they were traveling in, in parts of Florida and different parts of Mexico, they have descriptions on these indigenous people. You know, they have descriptions on what these people look like in parts of the Americas, both North and South America. It's not like they're trying to hide your identity. They are literally making you hate your own identity. Now, it's one thing to expand beyond your identity, right? And say, like, I'm more than just that. I'm everything. Fine. You don't want to just be held down to just being identified as one landmass. You, you're, you're everything. You're the original people, right? Or even beyond that, more than the original people. You're not even from this world. You're beyond this world. You're, you're, you're triple blackness, right? By all means, do so. Claim to be the carbonated ones, the, 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 the part of the 666, right? The star people. You want to claim you from Sirius. <laughs> Listen. You want to claim you Anunnaki and all that type of stuff. Listen, do so. I'm not going to argue against that. Don't hear no complaints out of me. My issue, though, is when you go to the expand, when, when you go to the limits or to the extents, of calling yourself these things, the original people and all this other type of stuff. And as soon as somebody mentions Africa, it's just something in your in your blood, something in your system just turns, your stomach turns. Like, you know, you can't even acknowledge that you have ancestry to Africa. You just gotta make it known, like, we don't just come from Africa. Instead of acknowledging, like, yes, we have ancestry to Africa. Yes, we come from Africa, but we're all over the world as well. I'm not gonna not gonna sit here and argue with you on that. It's not my fight. That's a fight you got to deal with within yourself and those people who also share, also share descendants to this land. And I put quotes around that because they're the real people that share descendants to this land. And the pictures that I used in my reel, for those who didn't see the reel, this is the reel that I'm talking about. Alright, let me make this abundantly clear for you Negroes. I have no problem. No problem whatsoever with you featherhead, copperhead Negroes, all right? I know I've made fun of y'all in the past. I's copperhead, massa. 
Well, listen, I'm willing to meet you halfway. If you don't want to claim Africa and your African ancestors, that's cool. If you feel like that not all black people came from Africa, that's cool. Have no issue with that. If you claim to be the indigenous people on this land, that's fine. But you might need to take this up with the real indigenous people of this land. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And so the pictures that I use in this reel are the real indigenous people of this land. Listen, you're going to have this argument with black people saying that there were black people here before slavery. I'm not here to argue with you on that. But they weren't indigenous to this land. They were African. Yes, there were African people in this land, but there wasn't as many African people in this land as there were indigenous people. It's just true. I mean, if you just do your studies and your research on the hundreds of, of indigenous people throughout the lands of the Americas in both North and South America, there were hundreds of, of Native American nations. They weren't black. But they're, they're, you're getting to a point now where you have some of these indigenous people in uh, these, these copperheads, the, the aboriginal community, they're going out of their way to try and take the identity of some of these Native American people. And they will go so far to try and claim that they are imposters and $5 Indians. And it's like they found one term to fit their narrative and they run with it. Don't, they don't even understand what it means to be a $5 Indian. They don't. They don't even know what it means or they don't even understand the concept of a $5 Indian. You can't just claim just because you might meet an Indian that might be a little, a little light, a little light in its pigment, that all of a sudden it's a... It's a, it's a $5 Indian. That's not what a $5 Indian is. And it would be very disingenuous to go out online to say those things. And you even make a bigger, uh, a bigger uh, of a fool of yourself to go on in the media and say these type of things. You know, the identity, let me take this gum out. The identity crisis of black people is very mind boggling. Very. And it's so disheartening to see it on an everyday basis on social media. It, it get, and I talk about this in my Kyrie Irving video. It gets to the point to where black people can't even get down to the basis of just calling themselves black. We can't even, you know, find a middle ground or, or, or some form of settlement on who we are. Forget the landmass, right? Because we are who we are despite wherever we was born, wherever we originate from. Okay, we go beyond landmass, we go beyond this world, we go beyond this galaxy, right? We're not of this world, we're beyond this world, we're of the universe, we're triple blackness, we're alpha and omega, we're the original. Great. But a lot of us black people can't even get on that. A lot of us black people can't even, can't even get in accordance to just that concept. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, we can't even agree that we're universal people. I, and it's so it's, it's disheartening. Like, I've lost friends. <laughs> I've had people block me because of that video that I showed you. And I was just, I, the video was a joke, right? It wasn't even something to be taken literal. But I was speaking facts as well. And if that offends you, if that's something that you just take to heart, to the point to where you have to block me or unfollow me, then you might be proving my point. Because I'm not your enemy. And I'm not the one that you have to try and convince. You can call me as much of a sellout as you want in the comments. You can say that I need to do more research. I need to get off Google. 
all this type of stuff. But y'all get your information from memes. Y'all get your information from memes and people on YouTube. Have y'all even done y'all personal research on these matters from actual sources? And I'm not talking about Dane Calloway. That's a terrible source. <laughs> you know, like I'm talking about like actual sources, actual historians. Have, have, have any actual historian confirmed that, you know, some of y'all have made these these bizarre claims that the slave trade never really happened. Dane Calloway going out of his way to say that Harriet Tubman is a fictional character. Nat Turner is a fictional character. Like these, these people are going out of their way to go to such extents of trying to rewrite their own history just to fit their narrative. I've even heard black people try to claim that Egypt is in America. Egypt, Babylon, Israel, everything happened in America and everything's told in reverse. It's ridiculous the extents that self-hating black people will go to just try and make themselves feel better. Like, you sound no better than confused people out there who try to assemble themselves with pronouns and all these different labels and stuff like that. Like, that's what you sound like. And you have to get to a base, you have to get to an understanding of just understanding and realizing who you are and accepting that. And it just goes back to the question that my friend asked, why do you hate being African? You wanna make the claim that not every black person came from Africa, that's fine. But your ass was born here, in America. And if you are black, if you are Negro, if you have Negroid features, there is a strong chance and possibility that you have African ancestry. And it would be very disingenuous of you to just disregard all forms of African ancestry and connections to Africa and to just acknowledge one speck of your ancestry that, can, that may possibly only make up five to 10% of your own DNA. Do you understand that? Like, you, you rather acknowledge 10% of your DNA and ignore the 90%? You could be 85 to 90% African, West African, Central African, but you ignore all of that just so that you can be indigenous. Like I said, no disrespect to the to the to the culture of Native Americans, no disrespect to the, the culture of indigenous peoples of these lands. But us as black people, for you as a black person, if you continuously deny your own ancestry, no other sets of people are going to respect you. You have to have love for self and knowledge of self, and that's just the first settled ground to having respect amongst other sets of people. If you really want to build a nation, Right. You really want to have respect amongst other people. You have to first respect and love yourself. If you can't even respect yourself, much less respect your own people. How do you expect other people to respect you? That's why I love the message of the black man book. And that's why when when we get to the stage of consciousness, when people ask me, like, what type of book should I get? Is we, we get onto that wax on wax off. That's what we get onto. We get onto that wax on wax off. You have to first understand and have knowledge of who you are, have knowledge of your history, of your lineage, of your background and your history before you can even get to the basis of, of spirituality and magic and all this type of stuff. Because, listen, you get too far into the into the depths of, of, of like dark magic. You, really, you want to get to these dark powers, dark magic. Listen, there's a lot of trauma, a lot of things that are going to be confronting you concerning the basis of who you are. And if you're not ready for that, you're going to end up running back to the church or even worse. I've seen it happen. So you have to first get on that wax on, wax off, get the ISIS papers by Dr. Francis Chris Wilson, the message of the black men by Dr. Uh, by uh, the minister Elijah Muhammad, 
get uh, breaking breaking free the chains of, of Willie Lynch by Dr. Naeem Ekbar. You have to get the the book by uh, Dr. Amos Wilson, the falsification of African consciousness. You have to get the books by by Dr. John Henry Clark and Dr. Yosef Ben and and Dr. John G. Jackson, the Christianity before Christ. You have to do the wax on wax off. The, the destruction of black civilizations by, by Dr. Chancellor Williams. You're gonna have to put in the work to knowing yourself before you even get to the base of spirituality. You can have your little doses of spirituality here and there, but like you have to get to know yourself and love yourself before you can get into the depths of, of spirituality. Because if you go too far deep, you're gonna end up messing yourself over. And that's why I'm so grateful that I had a well thought out understanding of who I was and who I who I am and in my own spirituality and my own culture and background before I even got to the basis of these things that concern occultism and in the dark depths of black magic and stuff like that. So yeah, you have to know yourself. You have to have knowledge of yourself. You have to study thyself. Know thyself and you shall then know the gods. But if you don't know thyself, if you don't study thyself, if you don't study thyself, if you don't study thyself, <laughs> you won't get to the depths of spirituality that you want to. You know, it just won't happen for you. So like when you have all these black people out here who are even trying to rewrite history to such a point to where they will even say like there was only a small percentage of black people that came to America, right? Now I want you to make this, let's just do the percentage, right? Let's, let's, let's really do the basis of, of what we understand here. Now, yes, I'm gonna use my phone. Let's look up slave trade population, right? Let's look up how many people were, were really sent out and about. Now between the 1500s and the, in the mid 1800s, there were 12.5 million Africans that were shipped to the new world 10.7 million survived right making basically saying that the millions of, of africans that were sent they were sent to north america to the caribbeans and to south america now what was the slave trade population in america now they say that approximately there was about 40 percent that was directly sent to the caribbean approximately somewhere between five to ten percent was sent to the americas or sent to america now that would mean that somewhere around almost 7,000 slaves were transported to the U.S. Now, the percentage or the population of black people in this day and age is around, I wanna say almost 40 million, I believe, almost 40 million. We make up almost 40 million in the United States, which I personally believe is a little more than that. But that's what, that's what it says in America, that we make up 40 million of the population in America, which is approximately like 14, 14 to 15% of the population give or take. We make up probably about 13 to 14% of this world. Now, some people haven't done the research so they can't understand how do we how do we go from 700,000 600,000 700,000 to 40 million, right? And I think I believe back in the 1920s it was like what 10 million. They said there was 10, 10 million of, of us. Now, uh do you hear the rain? Oh my goodness. And I know it's I know it's interfering with the audio. Let me let me hold off for a bit, alright? Alright, the rain kinda of slowed down a little bit, so let me just get this information out. Now, I don't know why black people, some of these uh copperheads, they never really asked like, well what was the population like for the Europeans? They always and I <laughs> they question what happened to the slave ships and all this other type of stuff. How do you think all these Europeans came over to these lands? You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they questioned the slave trade and all the black people that came over to the Americas. Approximately 40% of the Africans during the slave trade were shipped to the Caribbeans. The rest were shipped 
to South Africa and about somewhere between five to 10 percent was shipped to America. Now, that makes at least somewhere between 600,000 to 700,000 slaves um, or Africans shipped to to America to be slaves. Right. So. If during that span of, of slavery, getting to the 1900s, it bumped up to 10 million. And if we're done with the 13 colonies that were created in America, right? And based upon history, from what I looked up, from what I researched, there was somewhere around the same time, somewhere around the same thing, there was around 655,000 in their population in the 13 colonies. And then we got into the mid 1700s, it reached into the millions. That's what I'm seeing. It reached into the millions and not including African slaves. So <laughs> they was bumping up in, in population as well. And the reason why there was such a uh, like an increase in the population of black people getting into these times is because their fertility rate was at a higher rate than everybody else, even higher than the fertility rate in the Caribbean. That's what I researched. So like when it, so when it comes to these people questioning, I'm not saying that you shouldn't question history, but sometimes it's like it's one sided. You know, they get into the basis of talking about how oh well the slave trade may not have happened because what happened to the ships? When Negro, how you think all these Europeans came over here? <laughs> what happened to their ships? You know what I'm saying? Like when they made up these thirteen colonies and the French and how they got over here and, and the conquistadors. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't just have it one-sided. They got over here somehow. And they, I think people also need to understand, like, the the conquests, all the conquests with ships and, and sailing. People were selling for, I mean, selling was how you, how you transport things. It was, that was the wave during those times. You had to know how to use a boat, how to sail, how to use a compass, all this other type of stuff. And Africans, Africans was, was selling centuries before Europeans even knew how to sail. So let's not even get to the basis of that. But um, yeah, this goes back to what my friend said. Why do you hate being African? <clears throat> it's beyond me. But let me know how you feel about the whole conversation in the comments below. I have a poll on Spotify concerning the basis of this conversation. So let me know how you feel about that. You know, uh, shout out to all the people who support my content and everything that I do. I will put this together and have this up as soon as possible. Hopefully you're looking at this on Thursday. If you're not looking at this on Thursday, you might possibly be looking at this on Saturday. But um, definitely we'll be looking at this on Thursday. And if you are, shout out to y'all. But I will have the audio. The audio would definitely be up. You're probably listening to this like Wednesday night-ish. So like, comment, share, subscribe. Share this with other people. Let me know how you feel about this conversation in my DMs, all the other type of stuff in the poll on Spotify, in the comment section on YouTube, all right? Till next time, Tyrone.